I think we're 38. And welcome to Meathead Chatter, episode 38. 38. Wow. I was just thinking, this is the longest thing I've ever done. Right? Like, consistently. Like, aside from a relationship. Oh, yeah. Well, aside from a relationship. um, Yeah, but there were, like, the times we missed, it was either I was sick. Right. Or you were sick. Or, like, you had, like, a major life thing going on, and I had a major life thing going on. Like, obviously, we're not perfect. You know, life happens, so. Speak for yourself, asshole. Perfection. (laughs) Can you pull 700-pound sumo? Yeah, and who can't? I mean, it's fucking sumo. <laughs> right. Um, actually, you know what? Speaking of lifting. Um, I pulled sumo today. Did you really? Yeah. How'd that go? How's the fine. hips feeling? I was just doing speed reps. Oh. Like 495. Ugh, speed reps. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to talk about speed reps. I want to talk about um, World's Strongest Man. Can we Ooh. announce who won World's Strongest Man on this? Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. So go Lisey's. Or not Lisey's. Unofficial. Um, unofficial. The unofficial winner was uh, Staltman. Um, and then Lisey's and then, uh, Novikov. Novikov. And so I was correct. Top three. My order was just wrong. Cause I right. said Novikov. And so here's, I just the, really want someone to get a fifth other than Marius. Well, yeah. So Shaw got what? Fourth, fourth. So yeah. he was, he was, he there. was up there. It'll be interesting to see when, when the video and stuff comes out. Like yeah. How, I'm going to watch it, it. Well, so here's my thing with the whole competition. Um, Novikov is significantly smaller. And so I'm on that yep. star. I'm on like several different strength groups in Facebook. I don't know if you happened, if anybody on your Facebook said something, but something I saw yesterday or the day before was something that kind of pissed me off. And they were like, well, people are making excuses for strength, for, for size and strong man when it's really all about strength. And I'm like, no, the power stairs, he literally could not fucking do. Yeah, well, like he's welcome to the sport. That's why I'm I switched like, to powerlifting. <laughs> I'm like he is too short for fucking the power stairs. Well, like so, had he not okay. been limited by the power stairs and a um, and the stone, I think he would have won. Now, okay, but the nice thing about strongman is there's five or six what right. six events for the right. finals. So maybe you suck at one, but you should be able. To, you, the goal is to make up for it on the other ones. Right. I mean, no one's got like. Well, he all, sucked everything firing on all cylinders. Uh, even Stoltman had kind of a, a week. Uh, yeah, he had a week, a week first event. day. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting though, because well, in in the height thing, it's like yes, it does make a difference right. for sure. He's I competed strongman. I did a contest where there was a stone load to a sixty inch platform. You couldn't do it. I, I could. I had to fucking press it. Right. Um, so the technique definitely wasn't a normal stone load right. compared to people I was competing against that were six three six four. Right. They're going to have an easier time, but. That doesn't mean like. That's like well, perfect it's just example. what it is. Like in my log press is better right. than theirs because they have fucking nineteen foot arms and I have normal people right. arms. Well, that's like um, our friend Jake and Katrina. Yeah, they're the exact same example. They he won, but he like I think he zeroed or did one um, stone over bar. Yeah, he won everything else just though the, the because bar he, he, he's up too there. tall. He wasn't tall, tall enough. He's a short fucker. He's like five foot five. And so I mean, people are like uh, or. or so I kind of agree with the people where it's like, you can't use size as a thing. Like, that that's a reason, yes. But you're at world's strongest fucking man. There's no right. excuses here. Right. Like, Demetar I don't want to give him... Demetar got third, and he's five foot eight. Right. Like, I, I don't want to, like, say, oh, yeah, he... That's a good excuse to hide behind. It's a valid excuse in my book. Um, yeah. But I, mean, I agree. It's physics. It's weighted. But, 
But like, well, it's weighted fairly. I mean, because think about it: if there had been another movement event, like you know, a pressing thing, or if a deadlift, it was circus dumbbell, he smokes everybody. Yeah. If it's deadlift, he does extremely well. Yeah, the height killed him on stones. But there's a lot of things where where he kills everybody because of how he's built and how his right. technique is. On right. Things. Well, and and it was just cool. I think it would have been cool to see him get another one. Um, you know, just because he is from Ukraine. Um, so he did have a. Li- I think he had a little bit more. You know, fuck both those countries. Right. No. No kidding. But no. He, I think he had a little bit more riding. He had something to prove. I think. Yeah. Um, and he did well. What, he got he, third. He I got mean, third. And go. I don't know. I don't know what the the uh, the final was on the the stones and the stairs. Um. But like the stairs hurt him, but the stones hurt him pretty bad too. He only got four stones. Oh, he didn't even finish them all. Nope. I think he. That's just got, why I think um, he just got smoked. Yeah. Um, he just was tired. It's a long fucking event. It is, and so that makes sense. I didn't watch it. I know well, I, I watched the first three events. I was, I don't know what the hell I was doing on the th- so second day. Two sides of the same coin, man. Because remember when Novikov won, right? When Novikov won World's Strongest Man, and what was that? Twenty twenty? Uh, no, no, twenty one. No, twenty one was Stoltman. Oh yeah, twenty twenty. Oh wow, it has. Yeah. It's been three years since Lisi's won. Five years yep, since he won nineteen. Um, and has it, has it been five years since Shaw's won? It's been a minute. Shit. Because 18 was Thor, 17 was, was Eddie, Eddie 16, 16 was... So it's been seven years set. was Shaw. Whew. Yeah. It, hey, it, good good for him for sticking Well, it's it like people are talking shit about him. Oh, old man, blah, blah, blah. Bitch, he's still in the top He's still four. hanging out. Like, he is he is a breath away from, from podiuming. He was second last year. He had a couple years where he sucked, but that's when he was trying to just be Gigantor and not do the shit that got him his wins to begin with, which was being a little more athletic than everybody right, else. because that's he tried what to be, he is. He tried to be tall Eddie Hall for a couple yeah. years, and that's when you see him in, like, sixth, seventh, eighth. But ever since yeah. he's kind of gotten back to his, like, hey, let's be athletic and be a fucking strongman, not a powerlifter with a log, he's he's done great. Right. Well, and strongman, well, because, and he even touched on this because um, he did a YouTube video about why Sorry, he was I'm going to be weight. sniffling because I got allergies like a motherfucker So do right I. Now. Um, that's why I sound weird. Um, he did a video several years back about that exact thing. He's like, I'm yep. getting my ass kicked being this big. Because he can't move. He's like, the events are, they're getting heavier, yeah, but they're also adding a lot more speed movement events, mm-hmm. and I'm getting smoked. So he lost a lot of weight. Well, Interesting he, it, drama it, in World's Strongest Man. Oh, yeah? Did you hear the leaked call between Colin Bryce and one of the Stoltmans? I think Luke Stoltman? Nope. So, and they even alluded to that they did this for Eddie's year, too. So Colin's on there, and they were talking about things. They were wanting some kind of commitment from the Stoltman brothers to do more oh, Giants live shows. Oh, and yeah, it, so they kind of stacked it, didn't and, they? And they said, well, you know, we can get you kind of like a better heat, but we also need to know that you're going to be doing more Giants live because right now there's a lot of competition coming up, right? So there's like the Shaw Classic is becoming a big it's money, a big, big deal. deal. yeah. The Arnold is a fucking big deal. Um and then World Ultimate Strongman, the one out of Dubai, is a big fucking deal. Yeah. And I would argue that the Shaw Classic, is, it's early, but the Shaw Classic, the Arnold is already arguably, it, it's a better paying. It's a yeah. better payout than it's, World's that's, Strongest that's Man. That's what I was just about to say. It's, and it's paying out it's more heavier. than World's Strongest Man and Giant's Life. It's heavier. Um, it, among the athletes, that's the one that's more respected. Among general population, who doesn't do anything but every now and then they see it on ESPN, the Deuce, or CBS Sports, or whatever, they're like, oh, World's strongest That's the man. World's strongest man, you know, um, but but they don't know. But people who actually know anything about strongman will 
typically have a little more respect for the Arnold winner mm-hmm. than the world's strongest man That's winner. That's like um, in the powerlifting past. worlds versus yep. like winning the Kern. Yeah. Or yeah. winning, and Hannah and I were talking about that last IPL night. IPL worlds is amateur worlds. Yeah. Um, and Hannah is. and I were talking about that last night, and I will I will die saying, you know what, I don't care. I want to say I am the world champion in my federation. Yep. Because ha- here's my thing on it. So I win my class, obviously. I'm putting the cart way before the horse. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but say you got I, a shot for sure, right? Right. You know, depending based on the numbers that were put up last year, for sure. So, okay, I'm not the only athlete who can look at those numbers and be like, "Hang on, one second, I can do better than that." Uh-huh. Like, I'm not the only one that has but, that option. But the truly, truly elite but people the truly in powerlifting people, are yep. going to look at it and be like, "There's no money. Why yeah. wouldn't I go right. for the money?" Well, and that's what Hannah said. She's like, "Well, there's no money." I'm like, "Well, last year they gave out 500 bucks per that's per nothing, place. right? That paid for my plane, yeah, but." Or didn't even pay for my fucking plane. But no. still, you know, I won something. And so for me, that's a big win for me. Like, I did something. Like, I accomplished, like, a, a check. Right. You know, I accomplished. That's kind of what I'm looking at it, too. It is like, it's like a personal, like, I did something. Like, I did stamp my name, you know, at Worlds. I won a world title. I don't care. Well, it was like when I did uh, the USSF last year, that Nationals. Right. I won Nationals. Right. It's a small federation. I still fucking want it. Right. Like, 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 yeah, that's, and see, that's my thing. You could have competed there too. You had just as many opportunities. You could have qualified in any other meet. And that's kind of how I'm looking at um, this Saturday or this Sunday as we get into it. You know, um, I'm I'm going into it. Obviously, I'm speaking now, not in fucking four days. Right. When I'm there, but I'm trying to keep ahead that is, this is, this is practice, you know, like, like, right. obviously we did that on the last one and that last one was, you know, I wanted to be practice last one, but the last one was a little bit different situation, but well, last one you did was the last one I did down me. in Terre Haute. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. The one I did down in Terre Haute, that was supposed to be just like a practice yeah. to see where I was. And then I like, you're like me, you're like, ah, I'm just going to go and have fun, try it out. And then you get there and you're like, fuck all these people. I'm yeah. killing everyone. I, I'm right. like that. I get it. Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm really hoping I keep my level head. One of the other things. You know, and I've talked about this a couple times. Is you know, I it's not just me um, that's competing, right? So, like, yep. if it was just me and like Hannah was handling me or someone else was handling me, um, then then I would I would probably be a little bit more on edge, right? But I have a responsibility now to uh, your client right. to make sure that he has a successful meet too. So it's not only about Preston and his world; it's all it's about right. Preston and Dan's client. On. Like I got a little bit more to pay attention to, yeah. so I think that's gonna that'll help, help me. mellow you out a little. Yeah, bit. I think that'll help keep my shit in cheap, keep my shit in gear. Cool. So uh, you got the one comp, the one athlete going this week, yep. right? Okay, and I got deal. four competing on the eighteenth. Well, Five competing on the 18th. One of them's doing a strongman show, so I won't be at that one, but I'll be at the powerlifting meet where I have four at. Okay. So that'll be... Are you uh, you excited for this weekend? Are you excited for this weekend? <laughs> She's within earshot. I better be. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. It's going to be good. Weddings this weekend, and then I'll be I'll be flying out to uh, St. Lucia when y'all are, you are, coming when back? Y'all are competing. <sighs> Is Biden still in office? Ain't going to be. I joked to someone at work that you said you weren't going to come back. You know what? I my my job and my income earning is here. If I was an online trainer and that was all I did, right? I, mm. um, did you <laughs> fill up gas today? No, but I go saw to Sam's. There, 
it's like four fifty seven. It's which, five dollars everywhere else. Yeah, it is. Four fifty seven sounding like a good deal is all you need to know about where we're at. I in was the pissed country right now. I was so pissed. It's fucking crazy. Oh man, you know? But what? Yeah, I saw four ninety nine, and I was like, "You gotta be fucking kidding me!" Yeah, I about crashed my car. I said, "You know what? I don't need this thing anymore." So you know what the fuck thing is? We're gonna. I'm gonna get some good cardio on my bicycle. <laughs> we're driving back down to Texas in weeks, I think. But we're going to make it a vacation. We're going to make it a little mini vacation. Like, we're going to take several days. We're yeah. going to take our time getting down there, and then we're going to come back. Still a lot of fucking gas. <sighs> I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's still cheaper than flying. Yeah, which is crazy because the flight prices have gone up. I'm right. glad we got our tickets, like, a <clears throat> month and a half so, ago. So, yeah, actually, it's actually annoying because round-trip prices were, like, 100 bucks or <laughs> so down there. Now they're 350 a piece. Damn. Yeah, that's it's fun. <laughs> so what you got in your jug today? Uh, just some mio and some strawberry. So water with a uh, strawberry watermelon mio. Nice, mio, nice, nice, mio. nice. I'll trade you. I my... see you are you are rocking the gallon as well, just without the you know gallon gear koozie. No, yeah, no. Where'd you get that gallon gear koozie? Amazon. Did you really? That's yeah, kind of cool. I gave Bezos some money. Yeah, well, he provides a service. Give it yeah. to him. Yeah, I'm trying to make it my goal to not support companies that support things I don't agree with. Yeah, me too. If I can help it. So I'm, I'm switching to Patriot Mobile from T-Mobile and Verizon. Are you really going to switch to Patriot Mobile? Yeah. It's the same towers and shit, and it's like almost the same money. I'll pay another like three or four bucks a month. I'd actually thought about that. Yeah. Um, it's funny you bring that up. One of my, uh, some guy. I, I messaged him to see if they have an affiliate link. Oh, did you really? <laughs> I did. Dude, I, did. I will I will fucking tell everybody in the yeah. world. I want I really do. I want to know um like am I going to have service down in Texas? I get shit. You should. Sick. It uses the same it's uses the same Verizon gets as, or as Verizon. Uh, AT&T gets yeah. terrible service down there. Okay. Well, I'm not sure what which network they're on, but they're on like one, right. of, the, one of the big three right, networks. Right. Right. Um so they going to be any worse than anything else, but Right. Um, no, I shit. I Speaking of affiliate links, it's yeah. a good time for an ad. Hey, I, uh, oh, we fuck. talked last podcast about Macro Cha-ching. Factor. Yeah, yeah, it takes you guys to sign up for me to get that. Um, so Macro Factor is a macro tracking app. It has a verified food database. So if you ever go into MyFitnessPal and you, like, find food that you're trying to eat and that you log it. Only track then, the checks. And then you go and find out that, like, it was way fucking off and you screwed everything up. They don't have anything in there that is not verified. Like, everything. And, and I have yet to find something that's not in there. They have the barcode scanner. They don't shame you if you fuck up your week. So, like, if you if Avatar Nutrition tells you to eat 2,700 calories this week and and then at the end of the week it asks how your adherence was and you were like, fuck, I messed up. I averaged 3,000. They don't go, shame on you. Fucking do it again. They go, okay, well, you logged everything and we saw what your weight and stuff did. So, like, here's your new macros based on what you just fucking did. So, it'll adjust even if you sucked at following it. For What's that the week. cost of this thing? It is eleven ninety nine. Ooh, Mr. Lane Norton, you need to fucking get your shit together. He's fifteen ninety nine a month. Uh, look at the comparison between them and uh, and it's better and does more shit than oh, this really? does too. Well, so for so my, my the people I know who do use Lane Norton's wet or app, I may get that. God, um, he's just such a cunt. He, he he you know what that's a good word to describe Lane Norton. He's so and I cunty. Do, I respect the hell out of him, but he is he's very he cunty. He's extremely knowledgeable. Yes. I don't really ever disagree with him. No. He's just he's, and we talked about it the last podcast, yeah. so I don't want to beat a dead horse, but he's just kind of mean. <laughs> yeah, he talks quick. Um, but hell, you know, national champion powerlifter, drug drug free. Yeah. That was USAPL, right? Yeah, that and was And then 
pro yeah. bo- pro natural bodybuilder. So like, oh, I didn't know he, he won his pro card. So he did that before he did, did powerlifting. He? I yeah. don't know. He's um yeah. So he's definitely like a he's baller, good. But ugh, I just you know if what I ever like have about him on the podcast. Going to be like, look, man, I I called you a cunt twenty You're episodes ago, <laughs> and I love what you're doing. I love your products. I love your science based shit, but. God, you're kind of cunty still. Um, so, do you know one of the things that's <laughs> so, awesome yeah, there about you go. him? Hold on, hold on. Um, link in description oh. for Macro Factor and Greg. If you're like super good friends with uh, Lane Norton, um, sorry, I just kind of talk shit about him while <laughs> while promoting your product. So, um, you know what I do like is he drives the same car he's had for like a decade. That's solid. He ha- he has like a f- like an insane house down in Florida. Uh-huh. Um, I remember he posted it, and then he's like. Look at my beautiful new house and my my car. It's like an old beater car, and I love it <laughs> because it's like he's so, like he just is one of those people who like I guess holds on to yep. certain certain things. He's not an extravagant well, guy, and we all have our things that we're extravagant about, and our right. things that we don't give a shit about, right? Like, so I I drive an an Audi Q5, right, which is a nice car. Right. But I don't really give a shit about my car. It's just there was a really good deal on it. Right. Um but yeah, I'm totally like I would I would fucking and I've said this a million times, I'd take my Prius back in a heartbeat. God. Especially it, right now. Well, no shit. I want an <laughs> even, I want even when gas was two fifty I was saying that. Right. I, fuck I want I want a truck. I wanna I hate my car. I legit hate driving a car, but and I want a truck, but like that You switched is, to your car when we moved to India and you were driving back and forth, yeah. 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 Well that was a good call. That yeah. saved me a lot of money. But mm-hmm. I you know, and I love my car, but mm, it's truck man. Say something I, about a truck. I will say I do enjoy the extra hauling capacity that I have with my Q five. Yes. But Priuses? Pri I you, you get the Pri I? Priya. Pri I, is that the plural? I don't know. Priuses? Priuses. Is it penises or is it peni? I don't know. I feel like it's pre-I and peni. I. I think it sounds better. Anyways, they are hatchbacks, <laughs> so you have that extra time. I was, well, so they're hatchback, and they have, like, the extended one. They make a bigger one. Ooh. Like yeah, there's, like, four like different sizes Like, it looks dumb now. enough that they made it even dumber? Yeah, they made a bigger one. There's, like, three or four different sizes, I think. So when I had my, my original Prius, it was, like, a 2010 Prius. Oh, Jesus, fuck. I mean, it was back, and I, I drove it around then. So, right, right. Yeah. Um, I And I was... It was right as I was opening my CrossFit gym in, like, 2012. And we'd gotten the stall mats, right? Like, we were like, we need flooring. We have enough money now. Let's, like, put some fucking flooring in our gym. So we are doing stall mats. I was doing stall mat runs with four stall mats in the back of my Prius back and forth from the gym to uh, track the supply company for, like, a Jesus whole fucking day. Christ. <laughs> it was awesome. That's so much time. But that's pretty good, man. Four stall mats in a Prius? That's, that's pretty true. solid. You get you get all the stall mats in the, in a truck, in one trip, yeah, and save your entire day. You could I make more, save, You could spend your entire probably, day making money. Probably would have saved. Uh, well, I, I needed more clients. To, I mean, the classes <laughs> were running. I, I wasn't coaching them. I had other people <laughs> coaching them, but, um, but yeah, I probably was cheaper gas wise to just do it in a truck in like two trips. But right, no but man, that was a lot of stall mats. It was like, I don't know, three thousand square foot of stall mats. That's <laughs> a lot of stall mats. That would be two trips, truck trips, not. Assuming yeah. you can handle the load, those bitches are like eighty They're to one hundred pounds a piece. Yeah, no, they can hold like two thousand pounds. Should have just I should have rented like the for eighteen seventy five. You should have just rented one yeah. of the trucks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think those were they weren't as popular back then. Oh, it was I, a long time. Actually, ago. Actually, I did learn something really cool. 
So uh, what you do to save money is you get a U-Haul. When you travel somewhere, get a U-Haul. Why? Like a U-Haul truck. How much is it to rent a car? Uh, and you pay for yeah, the but the gas mileage is so shitty on a U-Haul, even if it's empty. Not if you get the truck. So if if you get the ones that are made for in-town, like the minivans, mm-hmm. I've tried this before, and I know this because I was moving a load from... Um, I didn't realize it was in town and I basically got like an extra $300 charge cause it wasn't in town. Interesting. Yeah. They fuck you. See, I don't know. I think the pickup trucks, I don't know if they're in town or not. I didn't, I don't know what the pick, I've never done. The that's pickup what I was trucks, thinking. I was like, get the was pickup like a, for 20 bucks. was like a cargo van. Cause oh, I, was, I was yeah. like, Oh, I just have a little bit more things to do, but I was moving back from uh champagne back to Indy. Yeah. And that's only like a, hour 45 minute drive maybe two hour drive oh they'll, they'll get they, you they got me and i, I bet like, they got you on that jesus. one jesus well they'd be like how the fuck did you put so many miles on it um no i, I don't i could have just driven seven trips around town and done the same thing I, it was it was annoying i just paid it and was like whatever fuck right you guys. that sounds really stupid actually yeah. oh man so i got a, i'm in a little predicament so i normally do a little bit of water cut uh-huh um hence the hence the gallon of distilled water that I have left. I have half a gallon of it left. Lame. Um, normally I do a water cut. Um, except for I woke up this morning and weighed 201. 201, 200. It was like flirting. Cut to 181. Cut to 181. So that's, you know, that's the, you know what the fucked up thing Don't is? Don't fucking do that. That was what my brain said to Your do. Your brain is stupid My brain's like, shit. so we could just keep going hard in this in this water cut. We could make you already You already cut like 10 pounds, so you're going to do a 30-pound water cut? Fuck you. So, no. So, uh, yeah, the water <laughs> has, has pulled off, so now I'm, I'm having to, like, reevaluate my water intake um, a little bit. It's also why, you know... We're going to go shoot some guns on Friday. Oh, yeah. I need to uh, message my other people. Oh, shit, yeah. Which, uh, what time do you want to go? Mm, I don't know. We can, talk, we can talk about that off this. Yeah, we'll talk about it off. I, I think I have a client at 5. Okay. I yeah. may see if I can sneak her in a little early, though. Okay. But, yeah, I know. Um, uh, as long as it's not fucking outside, the I, water, I wouldn't survive right now. Yeah, the water. Yeah, I know. You'd burn. Well, my my nostrils, my, my oh, sinuses right now. You act now like just, I can't breathe either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah no so I don't know what I'm gonna do with the water I may just pull some pull the carbs la- like Thursday yeah pull carbs tomorrow I mean you're already there you're three pounds off just sit in a sauna for like an hour and you're done just take a bath yeah take yeah. water take a, a, a wet bath like and so this is like interesting to me because now I've never consistently tracked my food for this long and like adhered this well to it are you using macrofactor I am not well Fucker. so here's here's the fun thing so. I love what you talked about how things are verified on Macro Factor. I know for a fact my, my numbers aren't accurate because I can scan a barcode um, on my fitness pal on my bagels and it'll say there are 80 grams of carbohydrates in my bagels. You look at the little nutrition label, it says 53. I'm not even kidding. That is a huge it's difference. It's a big difference too. It's like it's like maybe it's sixty two. It's like twenty, thirty grams of carbs. Yeah. Like it's a significant yeah. fucking difference. It's like it's like eighty calories right there. Right. So like yeah, that's a huge that accuracy. I would have never thought about like the accuracy being important until I, I noticed it the other day and I was like Well, you never would have thought it would have been that far off. Right. Well, and then I noticed it and I was like, All right, well, I'm just gonna fudge it and be like, All right, well, I'm twenty grams of carbs over, so I'm gonna go over twenty grams. But right. like which one was correct? Well, and that so, would be my question. So, is my fitness pal correct, or is the nutritional label correct? Because nutritional label. 
Is that is that how it works? I would assume that. I mean, that's that, what that's I would the assume. One that's, that's checked by the FDA, right? In theory. Um, well, there. So the thing is, they're um, they came from the bakery. Mm. So like, it's not like super right. accurate anyway. But well, and so I, the, here's what I would say to people who are using like a macro tracker thing, whatever app or my fitness, but like whatever right. you're using, is if you can make yourself eat kind of the same five or six things like maybe you have an a day and a b day like like me right i, I eat the same shit every day i'm like two fifty gram protein shakes i eat um oh yeah logging it is so I, I, easy i eat like two breakfast burritos i eat taco bell yeah and i get the same shit every day from there and i eat eight mozzarella sticks before i go to bed that's that's right people i mean are, people are cringing but like that's my macros and i'm actively losing um pounds wait, on that right and and, and it, so even if those calories are in there wrong, because it's consistent, it's going to project your macros and things correctly based off of that. Because even if there is a big margin of error, it's going to be a consistent margin of error right. that you can plan for. It's like when we're doing belt squats and people are like, oh, how heavy is the belt squat empty? I'm like, I don't know, 45 pounds. Anything I don't know is 45 pounds. So you can just track it that way. And right. as long as you're... As long as that constant is there the same every time, you're still going to be able to measure progress accordingly. And it's the same thing when you're counting macros. Right. And I, um, so let me ask you this, and this is just a fucking ad for your stupid macro thing. <laughs> We're done with that. We're done with that. So, no, I, I got to know. So, my fitness pal has a thing. So, you can, after like you eat the same thing, same breakfast, like three days in a row, it'll be like, did you eat the same breakfast as yesterday? Swipe right, and it just auto populates everything. That I ate from the previous day. I don't think it has that, but it does have. You can favorite stuff, and right? It's, I mean, it's, it's easy to click and, things through, and it's not hard anyway. Like I just, it takes me all of maybe a minute to track my day. Gotcha. I because I and Hannah was like giving me shit for not uh, tracking it as I eat. I'm like, but I eat the same fucking thing. Two fifty yeah, grams. Like I know exactly what it's going to be. I, I eat two hundred or two. All right now, I'm eating two hundred fifty grams of chicken and two hundred fifty grams of rice. Yeah. And, you know, 100 grams of broccoli every fucking every fucking day. So it's, you know, I eat that twice a day. My diet sounds way more fun. Yeah, mine has no salt. Oh yeah. Um, water so cut. so here well so here's the other interesting thing about the diet and my water cut is normally at this time I have zero carbs in my diet. I am all meat, just protein all day. I've never had this like an extreme. I'm like adding carbs in still right. to try and hedge from me losing body weight. And I'm still losing it. Huh. Um, so, like, um, it's it's very interesting to me to see how important it is to eat so cleanly. And also how important. Well, for water cuts, oh, my God, yeah. And how important if, if it is Because if you're eating some to, shitty food, your sodium levels are going to be crazy right, and high. And to know what your anything. sodium is. So, yeah. right now, I was bitching yesterday because I'm getting ready to drop my sodium. Or I was going to drop my sodium today in half. And by dropping my sodium level in half, I'm pulling out one item. I'm pulling out my morning bagel. Aww. And right, no, that's like the best part of my fucking day. I is got my, a couple days. Is You're my right. bagel. But my bagel is like almost 600 milligrams of sodium. Yeah. And that's half of my sodium for the day. And so, like, you never realize how important sodium is. <laughs> Until like I am exhausted. Well, especially right now. yeah, you're gonna feel like shit. I if, feel if fucking you're, horrible. If you're right lifting, now. your session's gonna be dog shit. Like there's a lot. Honestly, that goes on. I was shocked. Like yesterday was rough. Like yesterday kicked my ass, but yeah. I was shocked with how well things moved. Like my Good. squat was like, 
Hannah watched it. She's like, so, because I bare need, um, almost did a beltless. I was just been out of it. 455 or something like that? Uh, yeah, something like that. And she was just like, for a double. Nice. And she like watched it move, and, I, and she's like, so why is it moving so quick? Kind of deal. You're like, it was a good day. I mean, I, I was you, like, and that's had, what I was thinking. I was like, hmm. If cool. you had a whoop, you would know. Yeah, well, so you remember, <laughs> I always have this like weird thing where I've like missed 400-pound squats. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I just like always will like miss groove a four hundred pound squat and pin myself. I, I like I for the longest time would always just randomly miss a four hundred pound squat. You're like I'm opening over five, but four hundred will kick me in the dick. Yeah, it's like weird. I would always like just like miss, or it would feel miserable, and then I would be like, "All right, well, let's go up." And they're like, "That looked really bad. Oh, we're gonna go up." So um, we can talk numbers. What do you got, Jamie? Watt opening at? Ooh, we're gonna discuss it this coming week but um he should been should have been finding openers this week um let's see he's gonna open probably like 485 on deadlift okay uh so meet pr if you're including like our liftoffs that we've done Mm -hmm. here would be anything over 512 on deadlift um, on deadlift in a full meet anything over like 500 so he'll be good so we're shooting I mean, I think he's probably in that 520 range. So we're mm-hmm. going to open like 485, figure out where he wants to be, and then kind of split the difference. Um, I honestly wouldn't mind opening him a little lighter just to save a little juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's going to be kind of dependent on what he's comfortable with. Right. Um, for squat, in training, he's hit for like a, a heavyish single, he's hit like 465. So our third, I'm thinking like, 470 because okay. that was that training week he was like he was just beat to shit and he, he still, still hit like a 465 nice. uh so probably open in like i don't know 425 and then split the difference there um and then on bench he i want him to hit but somewhere between 260 and 270 so we'll probably open like 225 and nice. again, just kind of split the difference somewhere in between there <clears> but um supposed to holler at him little later this week and kind of get that stuff dialed in with them yeah i was curious um so hannah and i were discussing this the other night and i actually kind of i think i picked all my numbers and i so and this will change obviously because i won't use my brain um so the the current what i'm thinking i'm going to go with you know and this is if i hit all my thirds um i'm gonna open my squat i'm gonna open squat low um, squat historically has never been friendly with me in the meet. Like my openers never well, fucking work. And if you're, if your opening squat is a little too light, it at least sets you up to be successful the rest of the day. Well, that's my thing. If you fuck your first squat, you're starting off the day fucked up. And that, right. That's, so like, it's a lot of F words, but so it, it's bad. I'm trying to think, I think the heaviest we did was like five Oh five. So I'm probably going to go around five Oh five, five fifteen opener um the, the the squat one's the one i really don't know what we're gonna do right um number two probably five forty five five fifty and then depending on how i'm feeling and how that moved we'll either go 565 or 570 whatever 575 or something right you know so the 575 will be an all-time pr um anything are you rapping or are you sleeping, sleeping. This okay um and then so five i saw you get ready to make a smart ass comment about my squats no no i, no. Was, just, I was like dude i thought you hit more than that i was like oh you were in raps i was in raps yeah. yeah um so and and chris thinks it's gonna be fine um you know and thank yeah, god so. he's got a level head you know kind of make you're keep like my i don't yeah <laughs> um so that's probably where we'll go and honestly depending on where i'm feeling in my head i may scratch the third one if i think 
I'm feeling the deadlift that day. Yeah, because you really want that deadlift, and as long as you mm-hmm. qualify for Worlds, who cares? Right, so the goal is to and go... And that second squat will put you in a good position for that. Right, and so the other thing she and I talked about was qualifying in the 220 class, just in case we feel the need to... Like, I go yeah, up if you want to eat this summer. It. Yeah, um, if I think I'm feeling real strong. Are you okay, buddy? You look like you're tearing up. Fucking allergies, man. I'm oh, dying. Damn. Um, for bench, uh, we're going to open up. I'm going to open up. I'm not feeling real confident about my bench. He's telling me to quit being a pussy. Um, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm going to open up at 319. It's about where I've always opened up. Um, so you haven't gotten stronger? No, it's I'm being just conservative. Okay. I just My shoulder's been bothering me. I, my, I've had, well, fuck, I couldn't do, remember the other day, I couldn't even do a bench. My yeah. elbow, my bicep tendonitis was so bad I couldn't even hold the bench. Well, after the deload, that should help that right, a lot. Right, right. Well, unless I get into a bunch of restraints and it flares up my my bicep tendonitis. Oh uh, no, just let people go crazy. Have some. Oh, I'm not doing it anymore because it flared up a little bit. Earlier no, so morning. you don't do restraints when you're trying to watch your elbow. You just you just knock fuckers out. <laughs> like, sorry, I'd restrain hey, you, but you I got to watch the elbow. I gotta watch this. I gotta watch this elbow tendonitis. So I'm just gonna have to just gonna have to fucking punch you in the head. <laughs> sorry, man. Um, so second second one will be three forty. Around 340, and then third one I want... Uh, like a little PR, like a like 60 a three, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 360, three, I think 357 um, cool. would be a PR, two and a half pound PR. It's not a lot, but it's, it's a PR. Um, and my bench PRs have been hard to come by, so I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Um, well, and is, honestly, it's depending on how much weight you get back on, bench is right. going to be the one you're going to feel the most anyway. Right. Well, and so deadlift, because deadlift's an angle one. Um, you know, there's a, and there's a couple things we got to uh, talk about, but... I'm probably going to open with a meat PR. I'm tempted to. Um, I think 645 is a meat PR. Oh, cool. Um, so I'm thinking opening yeah, 635, like that, 645. You've hit that, that like 635 a number of times. So. Yeah, yeah. Hannah always thinks it's too much, but like I'm I'm thinking in that range. Um, number two, we're going to go 660, and then we'll assess whether the 700 is A, there, and B, right. do we even go for it? Like. What's yeah the, like? Why show my cards? Because you want a seven hundred pound deadlift in the fucking. Well, yeah, I in, want. Well, I your, want the record in your official roster. Yeah, it's true. No, so that's that's the big one I really want is the the seven hundred pound deadlift. Um, yeah, I. <clears throat> So I'm unsure on the hook grip because, like, I just got to feel what my don't do it. Well, no, no, no. I mean, um, my I hips. feel like, dude. Every so when day I pull hook grip, every, every day you compete with a hook grip, you fuck it up. So whenever I, um, so I've, we've really dialed it in a lot. Um, but when I pull hook grip, it seems my hips get pissed off more. And yeah. I th- and nice I th- grip. There you go. Well, so it's because I have a higher starting position. So my hips are starting engaged. Oh, gotcha. That makes sense. So like it hurts a lot more, but it's so much stronger and faster. So like all those ones that if you, you can hold on to it. Well, and I'm not worried about holding on to it. I've, uh, Chris has watched me hold 675. <clears throat> for sure um and then the seven all blocks right no that was from floor hook that was grip floor damn okay um i think it was 675 i don't remember uh but i know the reason i didn't pull 700 hook grip is because my i literally said oh no my hips fucking hurt so it's more of a hip pain issue, it was, which it was, comes from the hook grip being in a higher position yeah, yeah yeah so the hips are engaged and i said nope there and the the the, the justification for not pulling it was literally this isn't, like, there's no money on the line. If I blow a hip out, blow a bicep, blow a quad, like, some freak injury. You ain't going to blow a bicep, pull and hook. That's the whole point. Right. Well, you know what I mean. But, like, yeah. I get hurt doing something, um, you know, then that's stupid. I, I, I got hurt doing something that wasn't necessary. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of play around. I don't know. Um, 
I don't know what we'll get for the third one. Um, but I think if I go and hit all my seconds, I'm good. For the yeah. two, I hit the oh without good a doubt, for the two twenty for the two twenty yeah. class. Yeah, if I hit all my seconds, I'm good. Well, no, you'll hit both your seconds and you'll get a third somewhere, so you should be good for the right. two twenty too. Right, um, even if you just go like seven for nine, that's still more than you right. need. So, um, if I hit my if I pull if I go three for three on the deadlift, it's guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, um, you know there ain't a lot of seven hundred pound things. So and then so for the when we start this prep, um, and Chris and I need to collaborate a lot more on this. Um, but I want to. I want to really not really deadlift. Um, it's not going to be great. I'm going to probably hate it. Um, what like every other week, or just like box squatting instead? Yeah, or? squatting instead, squatting twice a week, um, and deadlift accessory. <clears throat> I mean, it works for Westside guys. Yeah, well, because well, and they don't pull a lot of. De- they're not big, big deadlifters, but like no, they they are, and they all pull well, sumo. Well, no, yeah, but they all wear suits. So you you pull sumo. They said I said they wear suits. They, yeah, but they wide stance box squat, which builds your hips just That's like a true. fucking sumo does. That's true. Yeah. Um I just I want a bigger squat because yeah. you know cuz cuz when you, you can't when fuck you in, lever, you can't utilize levers in squat as much you know as you what? can in deadlift. You need to because who squats more is going to determine who wins the 100 bucks between us essentially cuz you'll give up 100ish pounds on yep. on your bench. Mm-hmm. I'll give up Probably close to 100 pounds on the deadlift. Oh, do you think you're going to lose 100? You're going to... Somewhere between 50 and 100, I would imagine. If you're going to plan on pulling 750... That's and, true. And in my head, like, 705 is a huge fucking win for me. But right. maybe I don't. Maybe I pull, like, 677. Right. Like, who knows? Right. Uh, but that gives 80 pounds, and then it's going to be who's going to fucking squat more. I'm in wraps, though. You're in sleeves. So we have to figure that. No, but the, the, the dots Wilkes. points will still the, the, the dots. It's the same. It, it well, it it, it, like, con, it converts. It converts. converts. So we can compare apples to apples, even if I squat and wraps. Right. But well, I'm going to have to out squat you by like. What are you shooting for? Probably squat? 50, three six thirty or bigger. Oh really? Yeah. Because I I, I've only ever hit six hundred in competition, and we got a long time. So I'll see where it's at. But like mentally, six hundred is the best I've ever hit in competition. And I've missed like a little over six a number of times. I've hit six thirty in the gym before. You've hit six. You've hit six thirty in wraps with me. You've that hit, was that wasn't to depth. I mean, I mean, and it was out of a mono, and these right, walked out. So true. like, it, and that matters to me. That makes a big difference on my knee. Yeah, I remember you hate you loved the mono. You're like, I only want to do I mono stuff now because because walking out that single leg pressure just pissed your knee killed off my knee. Uh, but I think I think I'll definitely hit at least six thirty, and I think. Uh, switching to the Lillibridge wraps from mm-hmm. the Inzer grippers yeah. is a big difference, and I can feel it right now when I'm training already. Oh, you're getting a lot more more spring. Um, I hit, I forget what I hit on my last heavy squat day, but it was like I don't know, maybe like five twenty five, and it was like just an easy fucking set of five. Like it was, right. it was moving pretty, pretty good. Um, that sounds so, like yeah, fun. My, my shit's moving pretty good. My bench is moving. Re- Do you see that post? Your bench is day? moving. My Impressively, is, considering my, you've lost what I am thirty so pounds lighter than when I hit my last big bench, mm-hmm. and that four hundred five moved almost the same as it moved back when I hit a yeah, five hundred seven so, bench, and I'm at like two sixty five right now. Where do you think you're going to get? I, I'm going to hit at least five. You think you're going to hit five? In I think I'm probably good for like between four eighty and five right now. Okay, and I'm I'm two sixty five, and uh, I'm gonna yolo on the honeymoon or not give a shit, right? And 
And whatever I come back at, I'm going to push into 275 and just maintain at 275 all the way until mm-hmm. world. So it should be nothing but strength gains once I get back from the honeymoon, right? On everything. That hey, and you know what? That's uh, it's interesting. You're gonna you're gonna kind of do something, do that. Cause that's kind of what I'm going to do. Yeah, I have um, no this interest. Summer is I'm going to go. I'm going to get to about my body weight 215, and then I'm going to try my best to maintain. Well, in my or thing not is, 215. Uh, if I can get my body weight to 225, that's where we're yep. maintaining, and we'll go 225. Yeah, I was like two, 275 to 280, somewhere right in there where it's like if I'm water cutting, it's literally like I'm waking up at 275 and then just being a normal human after I weigh in. Like right. I am I am over water cutting. I did it for like a fucking decade when I was fighting. I've done right. it like three times in powerlifting. I just It's never gone well for it's you. It's never gone well for me and and think about from a technique standpoint, right? So if if your whole training cycle, you, let's take you for example, your whole training cycle you're 215. Right. right? You water cut down to 198. Cool. You recomp but there is a piece where your recomp is just going to be water and you may have lost some tissue while you're doing this too. Your leverages can change. Yeah. Even if you're back on the platform at 215, it Mm -hmm. still may be a little different. Not even to mention the, the systemic stress of cutting water to begin with. Right. So if I am 275 for the four months leading into my prep into worlds and I'm still at 275 when I weigh in, I'm still at 275 when I'm on the platform my technique is identical right. from 16 weeks out day one to two hours out day whatever, 100 and who knows. Right. I can't math. No, not, I mean, I could. So that's, that's I don't kind even know of what my, month it's in. That's my working theory right now, and I feel like, I feel like I'm going to feel real fucking good. All right, we'll find out. I mean, because you know I'll water cut. If I go 181 yeah. again, I'll water cut. It's a young man's game. Yep. Um... But if I go 220, I well if I go 220, <laughs> hopefully I'll I'll still have to water cut at 220. Yeah. Um, the goal would be to not be a fat piece of shit at 220. Yeah. Because um, you know I talked to Hannah and I was like you know if I you kinda... go 220 you're still gonna water cut is that what you just said? Well if my body weight's oh because he gets 225 but but 225 to 220 is way less demanding than 203 to 198. Yes because you your just your five body pounds, wa- yeah five pounds but the, yeah, I was gonna say the percentage body weight is very yeah. different. You move 10 percent heavier in your overall body weight, right? So it's like you know instead of five, cutting cutting five percent, it's like cutting three percent. Yeah, yeah, no, and it it makes a big difference. So. You know, that's why I'm kind of curious as to, I'm, I'm curious to what I'm going to wake up and weigh tomorrow. Because what tomorrow, what I weigh tomorrow will determine how I finish the week. And I get where <laughs> your head's at too. Like you're, you're going after some big 198 numbers, mm-hmm. right? So it matters that you're in the 198 class. Right. Right. But then at some point, at least this is what happened with me, I stopped being like, oh, I care about the 242 numbers. Oh, I care about the 275 no, numbers. No, you just care about I your I started own. just being like. Wow, look at my numbers go up. I don't give a shit what I weigh. Right. Until I got to 300 pounds, and I'm like, wow, it's hard to live when I'm 300 pounds. <laughs> I'm going to die young, and then I cut back down. Right. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious because I'm not really trying to do anything different. Right. Like, the only different variable is, so I added, um, I added my, a normal diuretic like everybody else takes. Um, forget about MHP. Um Water cut pills. Yeah, so I forgot about them, and maybe that's it. Maybe that's what it is. It could be that. It could be just that supplementation change. Yeah. Um, but like, I am actively like, dude, I'm still eating desserts. Like, I had right. Hannah, Hannah's mom brought us over these like little rhubarb dessert thing. I ate, ate them last night. Nice. Still woke up at two o one. You know, I was a little low in my carb yesterday, but I right. went over in my protein. 
Nice. So like I didn't miss my macros. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm not missing ma- I'm not or not missing um I'm not missing my total caloric need. Yeah. Um so I'm curious as to what what you that know, translates to. What yeah, what I'm going to maintain cuz this I've never done this. Yeah. I've never gone into a meet 201 3 days out like I yeah, could I like think, I think you're going to feel really good. Yeah, I think this is going to be like I I mean, you know, I'm not but going to get too excited but like I'm hoping this will be my most be- my best performance because I stayed focused for fuck Fucking Christ, can I not, like, dial in for 30 days? Right. Like, this is the first time I think I've actually been truly dialed in for 30 days. Yeah, and that's big. And it's, like, for me, that's embarrassing to say because it's, like, <laughs> it's 30 days of not well, being a piece of shit. Like, no, Well, and so here's the difference. Here's what people don't get. Like, if we, I know we don't have a ton of Gen Pop people that listen right. to this. But for Gen Pop people, dialed in means a very different thing than what dialed in means for you and me. No, 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 no. Yeah, so for me, dialed in means, like, I am weighing my chicken food. and rice shit weighing everything like it is and it's down to the gram and yeah. we're not fudging at 151 or 153 no 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 yeah. 151 like everything's weighed out very meticulously um and whereas your normal day-to-day is ballparking but still basically trying to hit macros right but you're just ballparking and for most people ballparking your macros is a huge fucking step yeah in being consistent and dialed in you know? yeah well the other thing that's different is i'm eating vegetables so last time i never added yeah, vegetables so i've got i've got broccoli that's it <laughs> well i haven't taken a shit in like th- like a decent shit in three days <laughs> i'm eating a shit ton of broccoli Stan efforting is mad at you for eating broccoli that's <laughs> but, one of the ones he says not to eat i know because it bloats Mm-hmm. But like, and you won't shit. Well, I'm gonna shit well on Saturday when I refeed. You're gonna be, you're gonna be like 196 after you take a shit. Um, but well, I'm still losing. But so like, but for me, I'm adding in vegetables and I'm incorporating more, more calorically less dense food. But it's yep. filling, so it's keeping you satiated a little. Longer. And I think it's keeping me satiated a little longer. Um, I mean, I'm hungry as hell all the time. But like, I I just feel like it's a different prep, right? Um, and so my goal would be to you know, in the future, replicate this. Um, well, it's a good practice run. If, if it works well, then you know what to do for fucking worlds. Right, right. Especially, you know, we get, well, because, what the hell was it? I haven't been, like, I think I've been super on it for two weeks. Whereas, like, I'm maybe off by, like, five, eight points, eight, right. per, eight, eight grams per meal. Um, like, I'm, I'm maybe a little over. I think at the beginning of May, I was coming in a little over. I had pizza in May with right. Hannah. I drove down to fucking Texas <laughs> and, like, did not eat well. Road food is what it right. is. Right, you know, so, like, I have been trying to be good, but also, you know, I'm also just, I think it's just this time when I'm controlling it so much more is making a difference. Um, the other thing is chicken. Yeah. Um, I think the chicken. Sucks. It does, but I think this is the first time I've prepped it with chicken and not ground beef. Yeah, and it is going to be way less calorically dense. Yeah, so chi- so the chicken is uh, it's just got less fat, it's just leaner, and I yep. I, I I fucking hate chicken. Yeah, but it seems to be working. Um, There's a reason why bodybuilders do that shit, right? So we'll we'll find out. Plus, chicken's cheaper. Yeah, for now. For now, it's getting expensive. <sighs> it's getting expensive. Anyway, so we got about what forty six oh, more minutes we'll take, left. We'll take this moment to to plug our other product affiliate, which would be the Whoop. Whoop, whoop. If you want to track your readiness to lift some heavy ass shit, Whoop is what you need to do. Go ahead and click the link in the description, and it will get you a month free. And if Preston ever gets his, we'll just alternate episodes. Which link it is? It's mine, <laughs> or if it's yours. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, yeah, I need to get mine. Um, yeah, dude, it's it's badass. Well, I love so, it. So every, you, every week I like it more. I, I kind of want to reach out to them and, and see if I can get a part. You said they're trialing another, like a mental health one. So it's it's included in the thing you already get. Oh, it is? Yep. Okay. It's just a, a, an extra piece in the app. It's okay. like an extra questionnaire they give you. I think it's scheduled to be monthly right now. Okay. So it's it's in beta right now. So okay. it's like, you know... Almost like depression questionnaire shit, like we used to give people when they moved uh, into the jail. Yeah, <laughs> are you to a- kind of measure where you're, where you're at, like as far as you know, contentment and, and like right. how gloomy you see the world. Yeah, interesting. I'll look at it. Yeah. Pretty optimistic, um, but yeah, no, I I just got to get it. I've been. So it's for not all, for all you weak assholes that care about mental health and right. use that as an excuse for fucking everything. Whoops, catering <laughs> to your ass and being like, "Do you feel sad?" Answer yes, no, maybe one through ten. Um, we'll we won't give you a hug, but in a month we'll tell you if you're sad or not. Um, I know it's Dan's helpful. Sad, it's okay. It, it's helpful. He's just triggered. He's it, like a triggered liberal. It, it's helpful. To know where your mental health state is at. But in the end, it is your responsibility to fix your mental health and don't use it as a fucking crutch, you damn rubes. That's a that's an insult. Yeah. Oh man. So do so we yeah, have click a, the link. But yeah, click the link, you rubes. <laughs> um so anyway, so I talked to you about a little bit before, but I have this conspiracy theory. Ooh yeah. Um we need to get a cons- we need to get like a bigger dial of different conspiracy buttons. theories. Also known as soon to be truth, as coming soon. <laughs> anyway, so um, you're aware that also the, known as spoiler alerts, right? <laughs> no, they're called spoilers. Mm. Anyway, um, alert, so, alert is when we tell you yeah. that it's going to be okay. okay yeah, I'm we, with, we say I'm with spoiler you. alert. Yeah, so spoiler alert. This is going to happen in the future. Okay, through my crystal ball. Um, so you're well, you're well aware that there are not actually 50 states, right? Technically, there are not 50 states. There's like 46 states or 43 states. Um, or three commonwealth. commonwealth. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I so, like, so Texas is a republic. Uh huh. Um, it was in, uh, so is Hawaii, I think. But um, anyway, Texas is a republic, and Texas is getting fucking pissed off. Yeah. About people coming into Texas and fucking up Texas, like this whole California mass migration. Quote. Hold on. Time out. People coming into Texas illegally, not through proper channels, and fucking everything up. No, I'm talking the. Oh, the I'm talking Californians the, moving. Yes, that's what they're pissed <laughs> off about. Not okay, the okay. not the okay. not the illegals. I mean, they're mad about that, but they're mad about a lot of stuff. But the Californians are now at the top of their ticker of people they don't fucking want to deal with. Yeah, you ruined your state. Don't come here and fuck up ours. They're fucking parasites, and they are. They're ruining the state because what's happening is these people are buying these. Uh, you know, they're selling their two million dollar homes in California and coming in Cal into. To, uh, into Texas and driving the fuck the prices up, right? Um, you know they're they're buying these houses and they're like, all right, well, I just I've got it's three hundred grand, but that's like half a million back home, right? We can we can pay more than what they're offering? Yeah, so it's fucking up the economy down there for sure. Um, but anyway, here's my my theory. I think um, we are on the verge of the breakup of the union in the coming days. I think there is a I think you would be foolish to not think that this is something that could happen it, I, purely because of I, how fucked up this country I, has gotten I'm in the past with you, decade. And, and, here's, and it makes me scared, here's to be my, truthfully honest. Here's my thought process on that as, as how I could see that as a potential thing is because you have one side of the aisle, the, the right-leaning, which, which is right. you, you and me in general are, are right-leaning, right? right? And, and we're like, 
oh, you believe crazy shit I don't believe? Okay, believe what you want. It doesn't mean you're inherently the enemy or a bad person. It just means we disagree on some shit. Mm -hmm. The other side has a very vocal, maybe not a, it may be a minority of that side, but it's a very extremely vocal side of that um, side of the aisle Mm -hmm. that is very much like, wait, you don't agree with the crazy shit I agree with? Well, you're an enemy and I have to crush you. Right. And I don't understand how two different political ideologies can coexist if one side literally wants to throw you in jail for, for your own thoughts and beliefs for your own thoughts and beliefs or like misgendering someone by accident. Right. Like, no, no, no. But that's like legit the issue. And so I think, and cause you and I, I am, I'm a, I'm a no federal government. I hate the, I hate the government. And so you and I are in agreement that it should be in the hands of the States. Do you want another prediction? Well, kind yeah. Of, well, yeah, let's go. We're going into it. So, so I Leaning think hard. I think it won't happen as soon as the ideological reason for it to happen will. I think it will only happen as we creep down the gun grab road because right now, who has all the guns? Well, me. The people on the on the right side of the. Oh, aisle, oh, right? I see. I see what you're so, saying. You think so as, you will as not we get closer a, and closer? Because if there was a secession and like. Let's just say it's really bad, and it's a violent fight for territory. Right. Who's going to win right now? People with the guns. Yeah, which ain't fucking them. Right. I mean, there are some liberal people who have guns. Like, I do know several liberal people who have guns, but that's because they understand the purpose of the gun. Yeah, and we're also in Indiana, which is a different kind of liberal than a California liberal. Yes. Um, in practicality, maybe not in ideology. Correct. Um, But... But, so, if you run down this gun, Greg, like, like, the six bills that are in Congress right now, none of which would have actually, if implemented, prevented the most recent shooting that everyone is, is, is talking wanting about. to talk about. Yeah, we, None of those six bills would have prevented right. that from happening. Well, then what's the point? The point is to leverage it down an incremental road. Correct. To get everybody's guns. They're like, oh, we don't want to take your gun. Well, yeah, you do. Because, like, look. Because, like... We can't. You cannot lead a compliant nation who has this one thing that they can. They have this, these arms that they are like, no, fuck off. Yep. These are my individual liberties. Dude, Biden's speech the other day was so funny. He was he was like uh, he he was talking about how you know well in the Revolutionary War you couldn't own your own cannon. Yes, you could. Yeah, you could. You, not he, many people could. So he's basically he he was like, you know, you need like a, an F sixteen if you're going to try to fight the American government. And I'm like, yeah, you should be allowed to buy a fucking F sixteen. You can. And, and and he's and he's he's like, well, in the Revolutionary War, you couldn't buy a cannon, which is a weapon of war. And he basically just proved the point that like, yes, the Second Amendment is there to fight a tyrannical government yeah. if need be. And for that purpose, you're right. We should be able to buy fucking tanks and shit. Right. Like, like, you yeah, no, you, we really yeah. should. And so, okay. So let's, let's continue with this, uh, secession <laughs> talk. God damn. The FBI is going to hear this and they're like, are oh, all these fucking nutcases? That's I mean, fine. we can't be the only ones doing this. Um, so half, let's, half of them agree with us. Right. Um, so let's talk. Uh, so who would be the first state in the union to leave? Texas. So this is like the Florida. Whole, you think Florida? I think Florida and Texas would be among the first. I do too. So, and that's why I, I actually came to this like thought process as I was thinking. Texas is a republic. So Texas the, it, is the easy would be the easiest because they have a bunch of different laws that like go like I don't know if they they kind of conflict with the federal government laws because the federal government public yeah because yeah. the federal government is different. 
um, because the it, like their in, involvement is different because they're a republic. And I was talking to my Interesting. Uh, my banker about that because they don't have any, they have different taxes and everything. So t- I would see Texas seceding, and it just be the Republic of Texas. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> And so here's my thought on this. I love him. I love the this, the country. So wait, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Do you think the more con- the red states would be the ones that secede, or do you think it would be the blue ones that secede? I think the blue ones would. The blue ones would be the Democrat states. Yeah, okay. I, think the, I think the blue ones would secede. So then the other question is, if they secede and are basically responsible for funding their own shit, how quick would they turn red? <laughs> maybe a day they may get make it a day it, it'd be like do you remember during the the blm shit and the, this the independent whatever of Chaz or whatever that thing oh was? yeah and they were like it begging was, for was, assistance it was two days before they were begging people that were working and being productive to give them free shit yeah i remember i i do think that yeah i think it would be it'd be interesting so my my thought is I think if there was a, an actual secession going to happen, I think it would be the blues because who are the vocal? I'm, right. I'm, That's what I'm saying. I'm going home, blah, blah, blah. It, it's it's that yeah. demographic, right? But then after a couple days or a couple weeks or a couple months, would they be like, uh, we're sorry? Because they realize they can't handle their own shit without the federal money coming to them. Well, so so here's here's the here's my thought on that. So – well, there's a couple things. So I think there would be an ex- an exodus of states to your desired color, for one. Um, but two, I think the blue states would be think they're going to be better off because they they think all of these socialism programs are so successful. Yeah, when and in history, it's never it's been never the case. been successful. And what we'll see is mass food. Sh- Mass food shortages on something that is not supposed to happen in a first world. Like it, the fact yep. that we have food shortages now in a first world country is tells you everything you need to know about how it's being governed and how exactly. And so, like, if you continue to think that this is an okay thing, like it's it's not. Like we do not have food shortages. We are so, a primary country. Like all the other countries come to us. So as I'm thinking, yeah, exactly. If America needs help, who's going to help us? Right. Like that's and and that's that was kind of um yeah. uh, who the hell was it. Um, I think that was Reagan's thing. I think that was Reagan when he started doing that isolationist stuff. Is he's like, we're helping everybody else. Who the fuck's gonna help us when we need help? Because clearly, no, no one, one can. Yeah. Um. So truthfully, as I'm thinking about it a little deeper, I don't think the secession would happen. Not. I don't think at, it would happen in my lifetime. I don't think it would happen. Yeah. At that. I, I mean, I, can't, I can't think, speak to past that. But, I think we're 50 years from it at least. But my the reason why I think it has a small chance of happening even after that is because kind of like what I alluded to before, I, I have a lot of friends that, that are left leaning and are mm-hmm. on the left. Um, hell, I'm marrying one of them. Right. Um, I mean, well, fuck, I'm buying a house with and, one. And she's not like, she's not like extreme. Right. Like on the fringe, but I'm also not extreme on the fringe on the right, too, right. when it comes to a lot of things. Um, but there are the loudest fringe of the left. Mm-hmm is the one that's basically steering Democrat policy right now. Correct. I just don't think there's that many of them. And because there's not that many of them, they're just loud, eventually their own party is going to be like, you know what, sit down and shut the fuck up. We are not seceding from the union. What the fuck are you going to do living in your mom's basement with no guns? You can't help. You right. Know? I feel like they'll be like a, they'll be like a sit down and shut up young man moment. 
<laughs> on that side of the aisle. Um, because you see it in polling, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at polling, not even like polling from conservative outlets. Oh, no, no, no. Polling right now is like, um, what the fuck have we done? And, and not even on Biden specifically, but on like cultural issue by issue. Mm-hmm. It is very skewed to not that wing of the party, mm-hmm. which lets you know people in general aren't down for that. They're just not down to like fucking fist fight about it either. Right. Some people who are down to fist fight for it just aren't that many people. Right. And, and they're like... It's, not going to be in a good position to get into a fist fight. So I, I don't know. I think it's. I think I said it on a previous podcast. You needed Carter to get Reagan, and right? I feel like that's what's happening right, right. now. And yeah, you gonna, said that last week. It's going to suck and it's going to be annoying. But I feel like we're going to come out the other side with like you know fifty years of good shit till right. people get forget how shitty it was. Yeah, and then um, it'll repeat again, just right. like it always fucking does. Well, so here's my thought, and this would be cool. Every state becomes own its own independent state, and we're all libertarian. Okay, so that's like my wet dream. But, <laughs> but libertarianism requires extreme pursuit of personal excellence and extreme independence. There's not enough and self-driven people, people. People are not self-driven. That's why there's more workers than bosses. Right. Well, and so I I don't think I don't think the world economy would survive. If as a na- cuz as a nation we produce so much GDP um gross domestic product right as for our listeners so so we produce a lot of money right and so but, but do we produce a lot of actual product i just think you would see it shift away from the US i think our gdp would go down but i think it would get picked up by everywhere else you you don't think the world economy would 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 uh struggle at all i think it would struggle but i think it would it would find a new path it would find a new superpower. It would go to Russia. Russia and China. Russia wants just us like to... Russia wants like us... That's probably what Russia's fucking wanting us to do. Just like it's moving right now. Yep. I, I'm well aware of that. Yeah. No, it was just it was just something that was interesting to me because I was kind of thinking about, you know, like the states as a, as a whole and like how, like geographically, certain policies are just very, very foolish. Which is the whole point of the federalist system, right? Is right. Because like... In Lafayette, the people of Lafayette understand what people in Lafayette need better than people in New York do. Right. right? That's the whole point of the federalist system is that there needs to be these common big federal laws that overcome that encompass everybody. Right. But other than these like three immovable giant rocks of policy, everything else needs to be dialed down to what makes sense for the local area. Right. That's what was the whole design. And now it's starting to be pushed to where, like, every little policy needs to be a federal policy yeah. and just get rid of the states, which which was a lot of what the Civil War was about. Right. There, yeah, was, a lot, well, there so, was a lot of bullshit on, well, so on, everybody on the always side, thinks, too. Yeah. But, but it, and don't get me wrong. I'm glad the North won. Uh, right. My family was on the North. But, uh, we, we fought for the North. Right. And I think that was good, but I think the Federalist system took a bit of a hit there, too. Correct. And that piece of the secession was like the grain of good shit among a sea of bullshit. Right. You're you're a racist now though. You supported the South based off of what I you I could twist your words. You know what? Whenever anyone calls me an ist, I just say yup. Well so my thing is is <laughs> I ain't worried about it. Call me whatever you want. Is so I look at things from policy. So I remember my high school teacher and my high school teacher is probably the reason I have this philosophical outlook on certain policies and stuff. Is he threw up two different sets of policies. And I think I saw this on Facebook 
And he, who did that? Uh, my history teacher Sorry. when I was in high school. He put up two different types of policies. Um, and it was basically, do you support this? Yes or no? You go here. And, you know, you got all those people saying, oh, yeah, I think that's great. And then you reveal which policy is which. And the people are like, that's not right. That's not right. You know, because everybody's always saying, oh, I want the conservative policy. I want to be left alone. I want to have the right to live my own life yep. and without interference with the government. When you break down issue by issue. Like, and people are like, I want that. And then uh-huh. and then they're like, um, so that's a conservative view. So I thought you were. Con-. And they're like, no, 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 no. I'm not conservative. I'm like, no, you are conservative. You just think that you're liberal because that's what you want. Well, and so so here's from one man. Or at op- least that's how my class was. One man's observation. I feel like politicians that are liberal do a much better job of connecting with people mm-hmm. on an emotional level. Uh, Elon Musk tweeted about this like a couple weeks ago. He's like, I always thought the Democrat Party was the party of like love and charity. Yeah, he tweeted and, about and when he was leaving. And, and then he's like, but after actually looking at what shit's happening, I'm realizing it's actually exactly the opposite. It's just... People who typically vote on on the right side of the aisle mm-hmm. tend to vote policy, and people on the left tend to tend to just trust what politicians say. Right, um, and politicians suck, politicians. and they say lots of shit. <laughs> but if you look right. at their policies, just statistically, if you take someone and they're looking at more policies, they tend to vote on the right side of the aisle. If they look more at like. F- the feel of it or the presentation right. of it. The left is so much better at presentation. Right. Well, so, the, and here's the thing that the left has that the right doesn't is, or at least this is what I've observed is, so the left- Non-racists? No, fuck off. They're both <laughs> racists. It's true. They're worse on the left side. I don't know. Um, but it Again, seems, I think it's a small minority of people that are pieces of shit. Right. Um, I think everybody's a piece of shit, but that's just me. <laughs> Um, the people on the left tend to vote more socially, more yep. for like social program to like, to like elevate the country. Cause they're, they're, the goal is to like provide for those who do not have to make them not have to suffer. Well, and so, so here's my thing about the suffer part of the journey of being successful is the suffer. I actually, I was doing yeah. my homework yesterday and I listened to two hour motivational video just in background. And I heard that like. Eight different fucking times yep. from eight different random ass people. Um, one of them was Joe Rogan, um, a couple celebrities, and I was, and one was C.T. Fletcher. But think about everything you've ever accomplished in your life. Yeah, adversity if it was, brings, brings. If it was, success. if it was easy, why the hell would you give a shit about it? Right. Like buying this house is probably one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do. Um, just because it's something I don't know how to do. Right. It's so frustrating, so stressful, but. I'm going to appreciate the fuck out of that house. Right. Because it has been so stressful. Well, and so here, the other thing I think, so I think voters on both sides, I'm not going to say politicians on both sides because eh, politicians on both sides kind of suck. It's just yeah, some they're... people, <laughs> in my opinion, happen to some better solutions than other people. But I feel like voters in general, mm-hmm. the vast, vast majority of voters, like no one who takes it upon themselves to vote, right? And that's not everybody in society because some people are just assholes mm-hmm. and don't do anything their civic duty, right? Everyone who is going to vote is going because they think the person or the idea they're supporting will improve life right. for us as a society, right? So everyone's like heart is in the right place. Right. Um so if you voted against Trump because you think he's an asshole, you think that him being an asshole is is detriment to the country's success. And I would argue 
that might be true. I, I would know? also <clears throat> make the I would agree. I think that's But then the true. flip side would be him being a dick and bad guys around the world wondering if he's gonna push a fucking button kind of keeps him honest too. So there's yes. definitely both sides. But both people that, that would go and vote one way or the other are doing what they think is gonna be best for their interests specifically and the country's interest generally. Correct. The difference comes from what they think X solution will actually breed and and you know, for me, I always have to look at the data to figure out right. what that would be because no policy is fucking new, right? Like, you can go back in time and look at any new idea that you think is new has probably been tried before under a different name, and you can see what the results were. Like, right. It's not hard to go open a fucking history book and figure it out. Like, Depends on who wrote it. Yeah, that's, that's don't true. Don't use the South history books. I'm use, sorry, guys. They're not accurate. Use DuckDuckGo for searching. Use Wikipedia. Wikipedia is written by motherfuckers like you and me. It's cited. So? You can click on all the lo- the links to where everything came can't from. You st- can't you still go into Wikipedia and change entries? Yeah, and then it will kick you out, and it changes them back. Like, it has to get verified now by, like, three people. By what, fact checkers? No, not fact checkers. I think it's, like, actual, like, actual people go mm-hmm. in and they verify that information. Like, fucking... I'm going to start a Wikipedia time. on myself, and I'm going to be so awesome. <sighs> I want a Wikipedia page. Can you make a Wikipedia we page should make me? We should make each other's Wikipedia pages. Oh, man. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> we'll let you know how what we come up with and put links in the bio on next week's episode. If I, yeah, if I get if I get around <laughs> to it, if I got time, I doubt you have time. I'll make time for things that are important, Preston, and oh, you should you. too. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm important to you. <laughs> well, we'll see if it's done next week. Then you know you are. Well, I mean, that would mean that I took precedence over someone else during your honeymoon. So we're gonna have a lot of downtime. Yeah, you. That's true. You don't last very long. You're like oh. you get tired easy. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. As long as the job gets done, everyone matters. Happy. <laughs> All right, batteries. On that note, uh, I think we do still have a Patreon link. None of y'all give us money though, so we're gonna, you know, stick with the the macro factor and the whoop to kind of. Nah, check out the Patreon. Get some training. Um, maybe you know what? Something I, I was thinking about last night is I'm just gonna start recording random thoughts. And we're just gonna start throwing random like two three minute rants out of mine because I guess just record record it on your phone and then uh, that's what we'll, I was gonna we'll have do like a three minute rant and you can just hold your phone up to the microphone for three minutes every episode. No, I was just, just individual <laughs> like put out more content. I don't know. People will probably want. Well, what's your attention span? I don't know. Whatever, yeah. like a third grader is. Yeah. So like three minutes. Okay. Is it a minute per school year? Something like that. I don't know. So what what grade am I in? You're old. I know. So, like, you're 18, you're in 12th grade. Right. So, 20 years, I'm in 38th grade, 39th grade, something like that. Yeah, but you get bonus points for grad school. 38th grade? You get bonus points for college and grad school, in my opinion. So, you're, like, 50th grade, which yeah. is about, 50 minutes is about the length of your, your yeah. attention span. Yeah, I mean, it's it's 110, and I'm starting to, like, fade out, so <laughs> an hour and 10 minutes on this podcast. All right, y'all, get over and shoot us a review, five-star review. We'll read it if it's five stars. If it's not, you can suck a dick. Um, and check out Macro Factor and the Whoop. Links in bio. You can get Preston at PSAC. I was like, do you even remember 16, my Instagram? PSAC16. And um, uh, me at strongman underscore Dan. We don't really post on the meathead chatter one anymore because I'm just, lazy. Yeah. Oh, uh, check us out at our gym. Come check out our gym. Um, it's getting spots are getting filled up real quick. Um, there. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're getting close to capacity. Capping. Yeah. Cool. Cool. 
That's but, uh, our time.